everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every day from 10 a.m. to noon on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. I've got to get Mark K more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. Where entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. Two full hours of the Mark K Show starts right now. Before we talk about the new whistleblower, can we talk about how the old one was fizzling out? I'll tell you what, I mean, there's something that is very, very interesting going on here. There's something very interesting going on with uh, these whistleblowers. Now, we're starting to see that the whole problem with the whistleblowers that they're having is uh, the problem that they had when they were trying to get rid of, um, you know, what's his name? Uh, our Supreme Court nominee, Kavanaugh. You had, you had the first woman come forward and say, when I was in college, Justice Kavanaugh did these terrible, horrible, no good, very bad things to me at a party. But then nobody could prove it. Nobody could prove that it happened. Nobody could prove that it was there. None of the other people there remembered her. Uh, Justice Kavanaugh vehemently denied it. She couldn't even remember where the house was or the day of the party. He came out with these calendars that showed that he wasn't ever, ever there. And in the end, all we really knew about Justice Kavanaugh was that when he was a kid and still today, he likes beer. Um, so then what they did was they said, okay, we look, one accuser wasn't enough. So... Let's get another accuser. And then they found another woman who needed help with her mortgage payments or was, uh, you know, their, her deadbeat husband was, was, uh, you know, back on his, on his, uh, child support payment, whatever. And they found somebody else to come forward. And again, the same problem happened. There was no way to prove the validity of the story. And then they had a third woman come forward and that woman even admitted that she made it all up. And this is a repeat performance that we see over and over and over again. And it never works. And you think the Democrats would come up with a new, uh, game plan. You think they come, you know, it's almost like when we give the ball to Fournette to run on first down and he never gets anywhere, yet we keep doing it on first down over and over and over again. It's the it's the definition of insanity doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Well, with this whistleblower, the first whistleblower, as that guy pointed out, it's not really going anywhere. It's kind of fizzling. You know, the the, uh, the impeachment inquiry is underway. Donald Trump is being defiant. He wants a, a vote in the House. His, his, his poll numbers haven't changed at all. He's between 48 and 52 percent, which is exactly where he was before this whole thing started. The American public just sees this mostly as another attempt at the, by the Democrats to create some kind of havoc in the Trump administration and get him removed from office because they simply don't like him. Because they simply feel like he won the election and they wanted to win the election. And that's totally not fair. So now we're going to ruin the man's life, even if it means making up stories where there were none. 
And the first whistleblower, the lack of credibility on this first whistleblower complaint, the fact that it was it was uh, hearsay, the fact that it was somebody who heard from a friend who heard from this and that, and the fact that this report came out to Adam Schiff days before it was made public, the um, the way it was written with the formulaic legalese, which you would only write if you were a a lawyer or b somebody in the House of Representatives who knew and had staff members who could look up and and particularly cite each and each uh, individual, um, you know, uh, the piece of legislation that the president of the United States had supposedly violated. So instead of saying, all right, this isn't working or all right, this isn't doing what we want it to do or all right, we're kind of looking like idiots. They just throw more fuel on like, let's just throw another whistleblower on there. In fact, there's a lawyer now, the lawyer that uh, the lawyer that says they represent the first whistleblower now says there's many whistleblowers just waiting to come out. And this is, you know, whistleblowers in this case, because they are secretive, because they're they're held, uh, you know, their identities are protected. Whistle, there could not there could be as many whistleblowers or as we may not even know if these whistleblowers are real people. I mean, think about this. Think about this. You have a person who wasn't in the room, a person who wasn't uh, on the call, who writes this report that Adam Schiff got early. How do we know it's even a real person? And now there's a second whistleblower ready to corroborate that story. There could be 10 whistleblowers. It's not like it's not like uh, it's not like, you know, what's his name? Tiger Woods is, uh, you know, 12 mistresses. We all we saw them in the club. We had photos. We knew those were real people. Are these whistleblowers even do they even really exist? Someone has there's no way that it's even been proven. But the Democrats are going to throw more and more on there. And Donald Trump is going to go out and continue to tweet. Uh, he's going to tweet havoc on the Democratic Party. And Joe Biden is going to continue to not defend himself. This is one of the most annoying things for the Democrats. And I don't know if I don't know of what they're doing. I don't know if it, it's worth the trouble of trying to save Joe Biden anymore. Because Joe Biden is out there not defending himself. I just heard Brian Kilmeade say it on the show and he's exactly right. Brian Kilmeade said, look, if Joe Biden's innocent, if Joe Biden didn't do this, if Hunter Biden didn't do this, if 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 he's convinced that uh, that Donald Trump is just using him and setting him up, if there was no corruption in the Ukraine, if his son was not getting five uh, fifty thousand dollars a month for doing nothing. And if he didn't actually go in there and withhold a billion dollars in aid from the Ukraine until they fired the prosecutor that was investing the company that his son worked for, if none of that happened, why isn't he out there defending himself? He's done zero Sunday morning shows. He's done zero sit-down interviews. He has not appeared on 60 Minutes. He has not appeared with uh, with Diane Sawyer. He's not appeared on with Oprah Winfrey. There's been no Gail King expose. Where is he on the on the morning shows? Why isn't he calling his old buddy George Stephalopagus and saying, "Hey, I've got an exclusive for you." Yesterday, 60 Minutes did an entire they did a huge piece on impeachment and Joe Biden was not part of it. I mean, they spoke about him, but they didn't interview him. Either he's got the worst publicist in the world, the worst campaign manager in the world, or he's got the worst problem in the world, which is this actually happened the way Donald Trump said it happened. This actually went down. This is actually a corrupt guy who used his vice presidency for personal gain to make sure that his son was rich and stayed out of prison. And if he did that, then the last thing he's going to do is sit down with any of these major news organizations and discuss it with them. But he's got a he's got a there's a Democratic debate coming up next week. He's going to be on the stage. He's got somebody's got to ask him a question about it. 
if not one of the if not one of the puppets in charge of asking the questions for the network, it's got to be someone else on stage. Somebody like uh, Julian Castro, who loves who's who has no shot in hell and has nothing to lose and could go right for the jugular with Joe Biden. Someone like him needs to jump out and ask him to explain himself. Elizabeth Warren, this nomination is hers for the taking. You know, if she's really got if she's really got uh, American Indian blood in her, she this is her opportunity to scalp Joe Biden right there on the stage. Will she take it? It's going to be exciting to see. Anyway, we got some of your phone calls and open mics about this. But before we do any of that, it's time to win. Some cash, man. We got to get away. some. this is like Hunter Biden cash because you don't have to do anything. You don't have to have any experience. You don't have to have any qualifications. All you have to do is listen for your name. And if we call it, you have to call us back. I mean, even Hunter Biden could do that. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045 is our number. And the name today that we've chosen from the qualifiers. The name today of 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 from the uh, the the bevy of Mark K show fans who went online to wokv.com or downloaded our mobile app to enter the name that we've selected who now has ten minutes to call back and claim five hundred dollars cash is Sean Simonic Sean Simonic or Simonic or. So Nick, so Monique, well, you'll figure we we have the spelling here. 855-765-1045. You have exactly 10 minutes to call back and win Mark K's cash. It's coming up next on News 104.5 WOKV. Don't want to miss a minute of the fun of the Mark K show? Listen live everywhere you go in the News 104.5 WOKV app. This is the Mark K show. This is the Mark K show. My name's Mark K. Happy Monday. Yay! I know you're like, why are we plotting? Not only is it Monday, but the Jags lost and it's cold and rainy. Well, it's rainy. It's never really cold here. Uh 855-765-1045 is the number if you want to get through. Listen, we have uh we have we just found out today, Chris Stapleton is coming on Thursday to Vice Star Veterans Memorial Arena, and our boss just walked in and said, Hey, uh, does anybody want these tickets? And Josh said, I do. And he goes, oh, no, I meant, do you guys want to give them away on the air? So that's what we're going to do. We're going to give away some uh, Chris Staple to take t- as tickets. That's tough for me to say. Before the end of the show, before the end of the show, somebody listening will win a pair of tickets to see Chris Stapleton in concert this Thursday at Star Veterans Memorial Arena. Now, speaking of winners, uh, this is Sean. Is this Sean Simonick? Simonick. Simonick. How you doing, buddy? Oh, hey. Yeah. How are you, Sean Simonick? You're the one whose name we bastardized on the air just moments ago, right? <laughs> that would be me. Well, congratulations. <laughs> you, thank you, my thank friend. You. Uh, you called back in record time, by the way, man. That was great. Hey, yeah. That was I great. Miss that window. No, absolutely. You only had 10 minutes. You did it in like 3.2. I think you're the fastest winner we've had so far. <laughs> uh, Sean, we're going to give you $500 of Mark K's cash. Outstanding. Yeah. Good well, day for me. Good day for you. Bad day for me. But that's okay. I'm happy to do it. Hang on one second, okay, Sean? Sounds good. We're going to get you some information. And, man, congratulations to Sean. What did he say? Simonic. Simonic. Yeah, he just won $500 of Mark K's cash. We will pull another winner tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. And then if we pull your name, you're going to have uh, you're going to have 10 minutes to call us back and win $500 cash. All right, Mark. What is this with your $500 cash giveaway? If I'm not mistaken, the first name you drew was a woman. After that, it has been all men. What gives, Mark? 
Uh, well, now, listen, we did some. Well, thank you so much for your open mic complaining about our contest. We uh, did some research, though. The other Josh went back into the archives. We've now been doing this for almost 10 whole days. How many days have we been doing this, the other Josh? This is the ninth day. Okay, all right. Well, it would be day. yeah, it'd be the eighth day. The eighth day. Okay, never mind. Maybe we should get somebody else to research it. Right. How right. many women have? Uh, how many female names have we called? She was right. The very first winner we chose was a woman, and then the very second winner we chose was also a woman. She really? just didn't call in. She didn't call in. Yeah. And since yeah. then, we've had a bit of a, a string of males. Well, listen. Here's the deal. These are randomly selected from the group of individuals who uh, who go online to wokv.com or download our mobile app. And and uh, and say, hey, look, here's the deal. Uh, I want you to call my name. I'm going to give you my name and information. And again, again, we have a random name selector. So it may just be random. It may be that more men are interested in winning money than women. It may be that women are like, I don't need the money. I just steal from my husband's wallet. It may be that the men are like, I need the money because my wife keeps stealing from my wallet. Or it could just be the women don't like the show and they don't listen in as great numbers. They could. I mean, look. I, I'm. I. I admit it. I've annoyed several hundred women in my life, probably thousands, and that may be the. That may be what's going on. But listen, it is open to men, women. I think you just have to be 18 years of age. Uh, the complete and official rules are on our website, wokv.com. Stella from the West Side. Hi, Stella. How are you? I'm doing all right. How are you? Oh, doing great. Stella, did you enter to win Mark K's money by any chance? Uh, no, I called in with an. Um I have a statement or whatever you want to call it. Oh, yeah. I'd like I to hear your calling statement. I about, about the attorney that representing these whistleblowers. Yeah. Is he, is he another Michael Avenetti? <laughs> you know, you always have to wonder. He, he's probably, uh, if he's not a Michael Avenatti, he's probably a former uh, Clinton attorney. In fact, I guarantee he probably is. Anytime somebody on the left, whether it's a witness, anytime it's uh, somebody who's filing a harassment charge against somebody on the Republican side, anytime it's something to do with Donald Trump and impeachment, any lawyer involved is going to be a former Clinton attorney. And you can see that from the Mueller investigation as well. The Mueller investigation was chock full of Democrats. It was all former Clinton attorneys, and the Clintons had a lot of attorneys. Don't forget, this guy was impeached. This guy was sued by pretty much everybody, the whole Monica Lewinsky thing. I mean, being a Clinton attorney, if you go on LinkedIn and type in former Clinton attorney, you're going to get thousands of names that pop back up. And these are the people that they go into um, when they're trying to find uh, dirt on Donald Trump or when they're representing you know, witnesses against Donald Trump, all that kind of stuff. So that's that's basically what's going to happen is you're going to have they have their their you know, and they're just they're basically just hired guns. They're you know, they are legal uh, combatants or mercenaries, if you would, that happen to have a grudge against the Republican Party. They have a they've been carrying this grudge forever. They especially hate Donald Trump because they were on the side of Hillary and her husband. So when you have people that are legal professionals, know how the system works and are loyal to your party, you're going to jump in and grab them. And, and they're lawyers. So you know what they're going to do. That one of them sitting there going, you know, it would be better than one whistleblower, two whistleblowers. And then someone else is going to be like, uh, you know what? How about three whistleblowers? And then a guy in the back room is going to be like, four. Do I hear four whistleblowers? And then pretty soon it's going to be, I mean, it's just going to be this this bevy of these um, anonymous whistleblowers. And, and I guarantee somebody's job out there is to find additional witnesses. Somebody's job out there. Pretty soon what's going to happen is you're going to have 50 people with knowledge of this Ukrainian phone call. And Donald Trump's going to be like, there weren't even 50 people on the call. There were 12 people on the call. How do you have 50 whistleblowers? It's ridiculous. It's all, it's a witch hunt. 
I tell you, this is the biggest hoax. That call was perfect. Per- There's only 12 people on the call. There's 50 whistleblowers, which is something that, Dem- I mean, it's a good point. The Democrats have to keep track because at some point, if they keep throwing whistleblowers on the fire, first of all, you shouldn't throw anybody on a fire. But if they keep throwing whistleblowers on the fire, it eventually it's going to burn out of control and people are going to be like, I just don't, I just don't believe any of it. And I kind of feel like we're headed that way right now. Hey, we just got massive news regarding Donald Trump and one of his lawsuits. Uh, he's filed an emergency appeal. We'll tell you what. We got to take a quick break. Traffic, weather, news. When we get back, we'll give you that Trump news. We'll talk a little bit about Halloween. And we've got those Chris Stapleton tickets that we're going to give away before 11 a.m. today. So keep it locked right here on News 104.5 WOKV. Because this is crazy. They want to rule the country. All they care about is power. Yeah, I mean, that's all that they care about is is power. That's 100% true. Uh, Because they've already got all the money. They have all the money they need. They don't need any more money. So after you have money, the next thing you need is power. 855-765-1045. There's a lot of... There's a lot of like random news, no real nothing that really furthers anyone's case over the weekend. For example, the Democrats, they have this super secret second whistleblower, but it's not really moving the needle on the story. Uh, Joe Biden, as we said before, hasn't really come out and done anything at all. He hasn't come out and excuse. He he did one press conference where he uh, I'll, I'll get the clip for you here in just a minute. He did one press conference where he called Trump unhinged and then he snapped at reporters who asked about him and his son. And he basically said, you know, he basically said i'm not answering any questions uh but he's not going out there and he's not doing the proper public relations tour he's not attacking the story on his twitter he's not fundraising nearly as much as even lindsey graham lindsey graham this is something fascinating i read over the weekend lindsey graham and other republicans because we we talked about how as soon as impeachment came out donald trump i mean the, it was like the brinks truck just exploded and money was pouring into his campaign cock, uh, uh, coffers Basically, Donald Trump's sitting there and the money, he can't count the money fast enough. People are donating millions and millions and millions to his reelection campaign because they don't want the Democrats to be able to succeed in this coup d'etat. And so the, the money is just, it's been ridiculously profitable for Donald Trump. But not just Donald Trump. Other Republicans are like, hey, can we get a piece of that? So Lindsey Graham Lindsey Graham was quoted as saying, you know, we have seen an influx of campaign donations as well. And they have started their own email campaigns and their own online campaigns. And they're 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 going out and saying now's the time to strike when the iron's hot. If we're under attack, we are going to try to weaponize with it with the biggest uh, army, with the most weapons, with the most tools, with the most um, with the most ammunition we can get. So every single Republican who is smart enough to realize that the Democrats are giving them an opportunity to print money. Every single Republican who is giving them the opportunity or who recognizes the opportunity that they have now should be out there fundraising so that they can build up a war chest and really just go to battle and smack these guys down next next year. And that's especially important for congressional 
districts and congressional battles. It's especially important if you live in one of these areas where you have a Democrat who either just came into office and is wreaking havoc and doing a horrible job <coughs> squad, or if you live in a district where you know there's a seat that's coming open, or if you live in a district where you know there's a vulnerable Democrat just because, I don't know, maybe it's a purple district. Maybe it's iffy. Maybe it goes back and forth. There's so much to be gained, and the Democrats are not seeing the same thing happen. The Democrats are seeing the opposite happen. Joe Biden is out there today trying to convince his his biggest donors. His they have a they have a meeting today with their donors and they have to convince them that they really can win this election because their fundraising has been paltry. They've been getting pummeled. They've been begging for hundreds of thousands of dollars while Donald Trump without begging is making millions and millions hand over fist cash galore. And when you think about it, what do people really vote with? They vote with their pocketbooks. You're not going to put nobody bets on a losing horse or wants to. Nobody bets on a losing horse. And Donald Trump is already running campaign ads and attack ads against the Democrats, already running campaign ads and attack ads against Joe Biden and his son, already running campaign ads and attack ads in Iowa, in Ohio, uh, probably here in Florida, in Nevada. In, in Colorado, in places where he thinks there's a lot of Democratic vulnerability. And Donald Trump said something about this election the other day that, that's very poignant. He said, we lost the House. And the reason we lost the House is because I wasn't on the ballot. He wasn't just being cocky. He wasn't just being a devalicious blowhard. He wasn't just patting himself on the back. He was stating fact. In the presidential election, Donald Trump was on the ballot. And when Donald Trump was on the ballot, Republicans flocked to the polls. They were there. They wanted to defeat Hillary. They didn't they weren't they didn't want to see her as president. They didn't want any more corruption. Senators from the Republican Party were put in place. The House of Representatives was representatives was handed to Donald Trump. Donald Trump and Mike Pence took the White House. And then two years later, Donald Trump wasn't on the ballot. The Republicans had no reason to go to the polls. The Democrats saw what they saw, what came, came in with this quote unquote blue wave. But really, there was nothing holding the blue wave back. There was no great big dam named Donald Trump holding the blue wave back and, and ushering in all the Republicans. Well, that's not going to happen again. Now you have Donald Trump, who is going to be on the ballot. Donald Trump, who is uh, going to be impeached. In, 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 for all intents and purposes. And Donald Trump, who is still very popular, not just with his base, but with America as a whole. And he's going to be fighting tooth and nail on TV, on the radio, on Twitter, on Instagram, in person. Two rallies, two rallies in two different states this week. He's got a rally in Minnesota. He's got a rally in Louisiana. He's got a rally next week in Texas. The Democrats haven't even picked a candidate yet. They still don't even know. Is it going to be Biden? Is it going to be Warren? Is it going to be Sanders? Probably not going to be Sanders. Who's going to be representing their side of the aisle? Donald Trump is building millions of dollars in a campaign war chest, and he is out there rallying his supporters right now. Right now, a good year. We are still over a year out. November 3rd is just under a month away. He is giving himself more time and more opportunity to plead his case and resell himself and raise money and raise funds and raise support and get votes. And the Democrats are lollygagging around, suffer, suffocating their own uh, constituents, suffocating their own candidates because they're still worried about impeaching Donald Trump.
And it's gotten to the point where uh, where uh, Mulvaney, Rick Mulvaney, he pulled everybody aside in a meeting and serious as rain said, we predict, get this, get this. This is something I read just earlier today. Uh, they, he, Mick Mulvaney, in a, in a meeting with all of his cabinet members, pulled everybody aside and said, we predict a landslide victory. We are predicting internally, based on what they've seen, based on historic records, based on the polling, based on the fundraising, based on the rally attendance, based on everything they've seen, going forward, he said, we predict a landslide victory. We predict we will win 45 states in 2020. We predict we will win 45 states if Donald Trump is impeached. This impeachment process is going to be a windfall for the for the Republican Party, not just because Donald Trump's on the on the ticket and going forward, his supporters are going to want to rush to save him and rush to reelect him and rush to stick it in the House of Representatives face. But every single other Republican on that ticket is going to see a huge push. And you are going to start seeing all of those blue that that Democratic wave is going to go. That blue wave is going to go right back out to sea. It is panic time. It is panic time in the Democratic Party. That's why they have a second whistleblower. I got to get to that Trump news. We'll get to it here in just a minute. 855-765-1045. John, Chuck, everybody else who's hanging on the line, hang tight. We're going to get to your calls, I promise. It's all on the way. Stay tuned to the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. What is relevant, informative, entertaining, connected, funny, and interactive? Well, he checks most of those boxes. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Hey, Mark, we all know you're trying to prevent women from winning Mark's, Mark K's cat. So cut it out, you misogynist, women-hating pig. The reason only men have been winning is because, by nature, men are far more luckier than women and smarter. There you go. There you go. That's the, that's the reason right there, I guess. 855-765-101. By the way, the opinions of the open mics are not necessarily the opinions of Mark K, the Mark K Show, or any uh, staff and or uh, management at Cox Media Incorporated. 855-765-1045. We, will, we had a winner just moments ago, and we're going to hopefully get another winner tomorrow. Every day at 10 o'clock, we will pick a new name, read it out, and give you 10 minutes to call back and win $500 of Mark K's cash. Chuck in Jacksonville. How you doing, Chuck? Thanks for calling. Uh, pleasure to talk to you, Mark. Oh, ditto. What's up, man? What do you want to say? I've got a quick question. I, something I don't understand about impeachment. Mm. If if we take for given that they are going to impeach Trump because they do have the votes automatically. Right. How long? I know the Senate has to have a trial, and I'm just wondering what that time limit is. thing I'm thinking about is are the is the left trying to impeach Trump, and are they going to drag it out so the impeachment takes place right before the election, hoping that they'll get a majority in the Senate, and after the election be able to impeach him in his next term? The, or does impeachment work only in the term that you're currently in? That's a great question. Uh, that's a great question. Here's basically the way I understand it, is that the Democrats want to impeach as quickly as possible, and there's a reason for that. They want to impeach Donald Trump and still have enough time to run for president. They don't want impeachment to take over all of 2020. They need a candidate 
to go out there and 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 you know start soaking up the news cycle and attack Donald Trump on the issues and build a following. So I think they feel that they can sacrifice all the rest of this year on impeachment. And if they get this thing wrapped up by by November, December, they'll be they'll be happy with themselves. They can impeach the president and then starting January, they'll give themselves a good six, seven months before the convention to figure out who the hell the candidate's gonna be. And then at the convention it can be all guns ablazing. Um everything can be focused on uh on that candidate going head to head against Donald Trump. That's the way I understand it. The Senate, however, is is they say Mitch McConnell says, look, I don't even think I would bring it up. But if he has to bring it up, he said it's going to be a quick trial. They're going to try to get this one in the background as well. There's no way the Senate would remove Donald Trump uh, in any way, shape or form. So it, it's basically this big hurdle, this big thing that the Democrats are planning as a political ploy to to basically tarnish the president's reputation but what they don't realize is there's a lot of people out there that understand exactly what they're trying to do, and that is use impeachment as a political ploy to tarnish the president's reputation. No other reasoning behind it. No laws have been broken. Nothing is no. There's no quid pro quo. There's nothing out of the ordinary when it comes to negotiating treaties or speaking with foreign leaders or investigating crime or anything else like that. The only problem is the person that Donald Trump asked the Ukraine for help with investigating happens to be a candidate for president. Not the only candidate for president, but one of the candidates for president. And up until recently, he was the front runner. So once this whole impeachment thing is over, it's back to campaigning. He'll get impeached in the House of Representatives. That's like a 99.9% chance. He'll get acquitted by the Senate. Also a 99.9% chance. No thanks to Mitt Romney. And then the third thing that's going to happen is, well, they go back on the campaign trail. And the thing that's going to annoy the Democrats most, I think, is when they throw Joe Biden up against Donald Trump or they throw Elizabeth Warren up against Donald Trump. What's going to happen is they're going to see that their whole impeachment procedure, their impeachment circus, their impeachment pipe dream did absolutely nothing to strengthen their party and their candidate and, in fact, backfired on them and made Donald Trump more popular, uh, stronger in the polls, and really solidified him as the president for the next four years. Hey, John and Jack, great question, though. John and Jack's Beach, how are you? Hi, good morning. Oh, good morning, John. Uh, thanks for calling the Mark K Show. What do you want to say today, sir? So, I, you know... I'm an independent voter. Okay. Uh, I voted on both sides a couple times. And I, my point about any of this constant beratement of, of the president is that no matter whether he's liked or disliked, the, the guy needs to be treated with respect. And it just seems like this constant attack, attack, attack has been just awful, honestly. Yeah. And I, I just can't see myself voting towards a, a democratic party again just because it's it just seems so shady yeah honestly no i mean it's look so it, shady when you look at not only the stuff that nancy pelosi's been doing but adam schiff when adam schiff is your spokesperson as a party you're right shady's the perfect word shady shifty slimy uh all of those words really are appropriate words to describe not just adam schiff but the party leadership and when you describe the party leadership that way that's your party. you know as goes the leaders uh so goes the party in fact something happened to me at church yesterday or was it Saturday? It was Saturday because we went to Saturday Mass. Something happened to me at church over the weekend that reminds me of exactly what you said, John. 
And I appreciate you calling in and letting us know that. Uh, but it, it reminds me of exactly something that my priest said. And I thought this is what, whether he whether he meant to or not, he completely he completely summed up the entire election and the difference between the Democrats and the Republicans uh, in this one brilliant uh, like sermon that he gave um, during mass. I'm glad I stayed awake for it. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Mark K Show coming up on News 104.5 WOKV. Got to get Mark K more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. Where entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKB. All right, so a uh, court in New York has um, has overturned Donald Trump's request to have his tax records uh, sealed, and they've ordered his tax company or his uh, accounting firm, uh, Mazars, to hand over, hand over eight years of his personal and company tax returns to the Manhattan D- DA. They're saying his argument of presidential immunity uh, is not valid. A federal. This is from uh, this is from the Daily Mail. A federal judge in New York has ruled President Donald Trump must turn over eight years of tax returns and comply with a subpoena in the latest legal turn that could ultimately provide information about the president's finances. Because again, the Democrats are attacking Donald Trump not just as uh, as the, on this impeachment front, um, where they say that he did uh, you know something illegal and used his his uh, office to dig up dirt on Joe Biden, one of his potential political. Um, uh, foes, but also uh, they want to look into his tax returns because they think he's done some shenanigans in his financial and his business dealings, and they also don't forget uh, wanted to paint him as a racist whenever they, they have the opportunity. Now, we had a guy just call in moments ago, and it was a great call. He said he is an independent voter, and he said he's voted for Democrats in the past. He's voted for Republicans in the past. He's one of those guys that goes out there and really looks at the person, doesn't vote by party, uh, goes in and makes a decision based on the, 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 the content of the character of the person that's running. That's great. He said, though, however, and this was the most exciting part of the call, or the most really informative, was he can no longer, as an independent voter, <clears throat> pardon me, he can no longer, as an independent voter, see himself ever voting for a Democrat again or the Democrat Party. Because what happens with the Democrat Party is that they are too shady. His words, not mine. They're too shady. And when, it, 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 this all harkens back to something that really I was listening to my priest. We had a guest priest come in from Miami over the past weekend. And we were sitting there in the pew and we were listening to the homily and he was telling all these stories. And he, he started throwing out these old proverbs, you know, like, uh, you are what you eat. Which is, you know, very, you are what you eat. And then another one that is very common is you, uh, you know, if you want to know who you are, just look at who you, your friends are. Because, you know, the old adage is you are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. And if you spend time with people who are hateful and angry and who gossip, then guess what? You, too, will be hateful and angry and gossip. And you are what you eat. If you eat a bunch of junk food and sugar and fatty foods, guess what? You're going to be a junky, fatty, sugary, sweet person. I, there was some kind of, you know, he, he's explained it better, but he's he's a priest. Uh, and, and I'm sitting there listening. And one of the things he actually pinpointed, one of the things he actually said in his homily was, if you sit around and watch all these political pinheads on TV arguing with each other about nothing but hatred and vileness and anger, then you're just going to become hateful and angry. 
And of course, everybody at church who knows what I do for a living, including my wife and kids, turned and looked at me. And I said, don't look at me. He's absolutely right. All of those pinheads on TV that sit around and talk about the president and sit sit around and talk about the Republicans, they are all angry. They are all divisive. They are all mean. They are all, uh, they're they're mean-spirited and vile. That's 100% true. And people that sit and watch that stuff, those are the people that become, the, I mean, they, they are basically soaking all that in. When you turn on CNN or MSNBC or even as we talked about last week, Fox News from time to time, and you watch what these people are saying, every single person in the media is hateful of the president. Every single person in the media is angry toward Republicans. Every single person in the media is so divisive and vile, and they just spew hatred that you should really stop watching any of them they are i mean as my as, as my priest said it the word of god from the pulpit the pinheads in the media who you watch on tv who are spewing hate and anger i mean it's happening every single day and when we you know, that's what people always say why are you always so uh why are you always so pro the president why are you always supporting donald trump because i'm not like i'd rather support somebody than tear somebody else down And especially if I see somebody getting bullied. And I think the Republican Party as a whole is the exact same way. The Republican Party, the conservative side of the aisle, they're people that would rather build you up. You know, there's a happiness. There's a joviality uh, in in the Republican Party. When you go to the Donald Trump rallies... They are exciting and there's a vibe and there's an energy and there's a there's this inner support system. And it's because those people are out there trying to build up America, make America great again. It's a very positive flow of information and a very positive feeling. And it's like my priest was saying that if you look around and see who your friends are, that's who you are. And if your friends are putting on masks and 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 going to, uh, you know, protest in front of in front of the White House and screaming and and hurling things at 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 at, uh, at Republicans and throwing feces on buses full of students wearing red hats, you know, if they're if they're the kind of people that that will spray pepper spray into a student's eyes or or try to shut down a speech from Ann Coulter or some other, uh, you know, Republican strategist. If those are the people that are so angry and so hateful that they'll even get physically violent and you hang around with them, then guess what? You, too, are going to become hateful and angry and you're going to go to great lengths to stop people from having their own voice. You're going to go to great lengths, even potentially becoming physically violent, even potentially destroying property so that you can stop other people from having their opinions. And the right is so different. There is much more of a build up mentality. And I'm not just talking about the wall. I'm talking about here's a president who's, who's under attack. Let's support him. Let's focus on the good. Let's talk about all the good that's been happening. Let's talk about the economy. That is incredible. Let's talk about the record unemployment, which is amazing. Let's talk about our national security or how our how our armed services are being built up, how people have pride in the United States. Let's talk about our trade deals. Let's talk about how we're not the 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 welcome matter, the the uh, the stomping ground for the rest of the world to just take advantage of. We're not the world's ATM machine anymore. All of these are really good, positive things. We have stronger relations now than we ever have with North Korea. We have stronger relations now than we ever have with China and the and the Soviet Union or the or Russia, the former Soviet Union. We have stronger trade deals, better trade deals with our neighbors, Canada and Mexico, than we had under under any of the other presidents. 
And Republicans like to talk about that. Republicans like to talk about how great the world can be and how great this country is becoming. And when the president's attacked, we will go there and support and bring up. And that is why when you see these rallies, you can see the enthusiasm that these people have for somebody who is helping them help themselves and not just you don't see it on the Democrat side. You don't see people rallying around, uh, you know, uh, Elizabeth Warren the way they do Donald Trump. You don't see people rallying around Joe Biden the way they do Donald Trump because these people are angry and hateful. And all they've done for the last two years and will continue to do is try to tear people down, tearing down the president, tearing down the Republicans, tearing down you. If that's what it takes. Just because you voted one way or just because you put a red hat on your head or just because you call yourself a Republican, a conservative, just because you're on the right. They hate that. They hate you and they are tearing you down. Don't fall for it. Stick with the positive people. You know, you are what you eat. You want to know who you are? Then look who your friends are. Make sure you're hanging out with the right people. 855-765-1045. Listen, we got to take a quick break. We got some people phone calls on the way. We got some of your open mic messages as well. 855-765-1045 is the number. Quick break. More of the Marque Show coming up on News 104.5 WOKV. Listen, we know you're playing on the internet instead of working, so do something productive and watch the show instead. Find the Mark K Show on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or Twitch. Stream it live, interact, and enjoy. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Thanks so much for joining us. By the way, there was a, an accident at Disney World over the weekend with their new gondola ride. They have these uh, aerial gondolas that now connect some of their uh, not-as-exclusive hotels with Epcot and um, Hollywood Studios, which I didn't realize until I just read the story, are the two uh, lesser-traveled two parks. They're the least popular, or the I guess of the four, they're the uh, the two lesser popular than the other two, which, you know, Magic Kingdom, you know, is jam-packed all the time. But every time I go to Epcot, there's so many people there. I'm like, man, there's so many people here. Uh, but anyway, these gondola rides, they just opened on September 29th. And over the weekend, there was an accident. One of them, like, jumped off the tracks and hit another one. And then riders were stranded for three hours. And, uh, you know, not not good news for uh, for the Magic Kingdom. 855-765-1045. Uh, more on that if, if we have uh, to. Somebody actually asked, is it gondola or gondola? And I said, it's gondola. Nobody I said, feel like if you're in Italy, though, it would be gondola. But we're not in Italy. We're in, in Florida. Uh, what if you're in Vegas? There's a, the Venice, the Venetian Hotel where you ride some gondolas. We're also not in Vegas. We're in Florida. Oh, okay. Hey, Mike from Hollister, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Mark? Oh, doing great, Mike. Thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. What do you want to say today, sir? Well, I just wanted to say this with the federal judge in New York says Trump's got to turn over all of his tax returns for the last eight years. Let's start a petition to make all the Democrats turn it over. Wouldn't you like to know how Nancy Pelosi's worth $138 million and all she ever did would be a politician? What about Chuck Schumer? We should look at his taxes. I think they would be interesting. That's yeah. what we need to do. Get mad, fight back, and make them do it. Mike, I appreciate your enthusiasm. I definitely do. Here's the thing. I don't find anybody's taxes interesting. I don't even find my own taxes interesting. Especially because, you know, I see all this money that I'm paying to the government. But uh, but I, I don't really care about anybody's tax returns. 
Um, if you, I don't think we should get into this. Everybody needs to file their tax returns or make their tax returns public. It's It's been a thing with presidents for a long time. I'm not sure how it started. I'm not sure why you're not legally obligated to do it. And if you refuse to do it, as Donald Trump has done, then what's going to happen is people are going to automatically assume that you are a criminal. And I think what's going to happen is Donald Trump's tax returns, they'll come out. Uh, I know that some of them have already leaked to the press, but they'll come out and people are going to realize nothing's going on. And it was just Donald Trump refusing to play by the rules. But what they do is uh, is anytime somebody and this is true of life, if if there's a norm, if there's something that everybody, everybody always shows you their tax returns if they're running for president. And if Donald Trump comes in and says, great, it's none of your business and I'm not everybody, then all of a sudden, immediately people think you have something to hide. They don't just automatically think I'm not going to play by your rules or I don't need to do it. So I'm not going to do it or it's none. Yeah, these are not thoughts that cross people's minds, especially the Democrats. They think automatically if you don't want to do something we want you to do, you have something to hide. Now, uh, it's this company, Mazars, which is the they prepare and file Donald Trump's taxes. They're like his accounting firm. And that's who is ordered by the subpoena to uh, to hand over the tax returns. That's who the uh, the subpoena is for. A, a federal appeals court granted a stay to President Donald Trump after a lower court ruled he and his accountant must hand over this tax information. So I'm not sure what his recourse is. There's an emergency appeal, but we'll see how this uh, we'll see how this plays out. Dale in Oakleaf, how are you, Dale? I'm doing good. Oh, good. What do you want to say, uh, sir? Well, first off, first off, if I'm not wrong, I think the uh, tax tax returns for President that came out in Nixon. Was that Nixon? Okay. okay. That, that, yeah, that's what started it. But here's a quick question. Okay, this federal judge says, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. What, what is he going to do if Donald Trump says, no, I don't care? Okay, are they going to send in the cops? Are they going to send in the tanks and, and take him out? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I mean, that's a great question. I don't know. I mean, there comes a point where you have to stop and say, how far are we going to go with this? You can't, you can't arrest the president for contempt of court, I don't think. Over a uh, over a tax returner because he's fighting a subpoena, uh, but I mean it, you never know. You never know how far the Democrats are going to go. They might just send they might just send a cop uh, with a warrant to the White House and see if they can get in. I wouldn't. Put, I'm I'm going to be honest with you. I wouldn't put it past them if only for the optics. If only for the optics. But you know it, you'd be hard pressed to find any police officer or any chief of police who would send an officer down to the White House to arrest the president of the United States if he doesn't comply with a subpoena for his tax returns. This company, this Mazars, I'm not sure what their liability would be. I don't know. Uh, I mean, you must sign some kind of con con uh, confidentiality agreement with your clients. Um, and then if a court comes and, and demands you overturn that, I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure what kind of culpability they would have. But I assume that then Donald Trump would have some kind of, uh, you know, legal case against them should they turn over the taxes. So it's really uncharted territory. And again, it's not because there's something necessarily in the tax returns that the Democrats want to or need to see. It's because Donald Trump said, no, I'm not releasing my taxes. And that once again uh, it defies the stereotype that once again goes against societal norms from candidates and it's been going on this way since since the election donald trump was asked to release his tax returns during the election as a candidate he said no i'm not going to do it i'm not going to do it and everybody immediately thought he has something to hide personally i don't give a i don't i know that hillary clinton was crooked and i know that she was funneling cash from the clinton foundation i know joe biden's probably crooked too and i know for sure that his son is 
but I don't care about your tax returns. I don't care what you filed. I don't care what kind of write-offs you took. I don't care what find a, kind of loopholes you found in the system. If you made a billion dollars and you were able to to uh, call a, a loss because you, because of the the laws of the government, if the tax laws have are, are written in a way that there's so many holes. If they look like Swiss cheese and you and your lawyers and your tax experts are able to legally keep you from paying any taxes, then way to go. You know, the system's broken and you took full advantage of it. And I would expect rich people uh, to do exactly that. So 100 percent, I don't care. 855-765-1045. But I don't know what the legal recourse is. If anybody knows, give us a buzz. This is the Marque Show on News 104.5 WOKV. We'll be right back. By the way, if you're wondering, no, we have not yet given away those Chris Stapleton tickets. They're still, uh, well, they're still on the way. We just found out that we had them this morning, so we had no plan. We had to, like, really wait uh, until the last minute to plan something. And we put some, we've thrown something together, which could be great, could potentially be horrible. Um, but we'll do that here before too long. First, got to go to Stephen in St. John's County. Hi, Stephen. Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? I'm doing good, Mark. I've got uh, a comment, and, and then I've got a question for oh. you. Maybe you can help me answer. Um, the comment is, the Constitution, to my understanding, I'm no constitutional scholar, yeah. but was originally written, innocent until proven guilty. And then we came into a place where it was kind of guilty until proven innocent. And the mm. Democratic Party now is making it Trump is guilty until proven guilty. Yeah. And uh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. That, I mean, that's you finish your comment. Then I'll, I want to hear your question. Well, and, and the question is, would, would not pleading the Fifth Amendment, because tax returns are not public record. Would, would, would the Fifth Amendment not be? I mean, if it's going to incriminate him, does he have to provide the evidence to incriminate himself? Or that third party because he's got tax people doing it for him. These are all great questions. I, too, am no legal scholar, but I will say this. Uh, here's what in this country. Yes, you are innocent until proven guilty, unless, of course, you're a politician, a Republican politician, in which case you are guilty until proven guilty. And then if you're not you guilty, right. And then the other thing that they do, and I mean, and this is the other thing. And we've seen some of it also with the Democrats already is in accusing somebody they would like to try to get somebody to commit a crime. For example, a great example of this with the Democrats is they've said Donald Trump has done this horrible thing in the Ukraine. They now want to impeach Donald Trump by saying we're going to impeach Donald Trump. They can hold hearings uh, because they can hold hearings. They can now subpoena documents. And if they subpoena documents and Donald Trump says, I'm not giving them to you, they will then say that is obstruction of justice, which is an impeachable crime. So. Not only is he guilty of impeachment, but he they're setting him up to in protecting his own innocence or in fighting this this guilty verdict that they've already set forth. He's now basically set up to convict to uh, to commit other additional crimes. And it was the same way with the Mueller report. With the Mueller report, you saw it with Manafort. You saw it with Mattis. You saw it with everybody who came out. And had, you saw it when they, they pulled his, um, you know, the rat when his, they pulled his attorney, Michael Cohen, in. They were trying to get these guys to come forward and incriminate themselves while they were fighting to protect themselves. And in doing so, they thought Donald Trump, the best thing that they could ever do is get Donald Trump to not play ball with them because then they can throw these obstruction of justice charges up. However, 
In the meantime, there's really no recourse. There's really nothing that's going to happen. Donald Trump said, if you want to impeach me or if you want me to, to turn over documents, you've got to, you've got to go through and you've got to vote every single one of you. All 435 of you, you've all got to vote on this thing. And, and if you vote overwhelmingly to begin the articles of impeachment and the impeachment inquiry, then great. You can have whatever you want. But until then, I'm not going to budge because this isn't an official inquiry. And just because you submit a subpoena doesn't mean that I have to uh, that doesn't mean that I have to answer it. Because, again, like like our previous caller said, what are they going to do? Are they going to are they going to hold the president in contempt of Congress? Probably this Congress would. But (coughs) excuse me, they can't get anyone to go down there and arrest the guy. He's the chief law enforcement officer. They can't get anyone uh, to put him into prison. Until he talks or until he speaks or comes clean or anything like that. So it really is this weird, slippery slope of legal back and forth with no real. I mean, I mean, it's a paradox. And, and it's something that the Democrats have created because they jump to the gun. They go with they go with these. I mean, look, when you're making up evidence, you feel like it would be easy to convict somebody. But the problem is the truth is always there. <coughs> Excuse me. And if the truth is always there and the truth is always telling you one thing, which is Donald Trump is innocent, you can make up evidence, you can make up whistleblowers, you can do whatever you want. But at the same time, there comes a point where somebody's got to come forward. And Mueller couldn't find anyone to come forward with evidence that Donald Trump had colluded with Russia. Mueller couldn't come up with any evidence that Donald Trump had had obstructed justice. And now they're not they can't come up with any firsthand knowledge or evidence other than the transcript that Donald Trump himself released that he had any kind of dealings with the Ukraine governor or the Ukraine president in a way that they deemed to be unlawful. <coughs> Pardon me while I choke on my own uh, words. But anyway, so that's basically where we are now. And, and you know, guilty until proven guilty is, is basically how the Democrats treat all Republicans, especially Republican presidents. And it's the way they've been treating Donald Trump since uh, clearly, I mean, you to, to the Democrats, you have to also look at what the crime is. You know, people will tell you the Democrats are investigating obstruction of justice. The Democrats are investigating collusion. The Democrats are investigating abuse of power. The Democrats aren't investigating any of that. In their mind, the crime that Donald Trump committed was not collusion. The crime that Donald Trump committed was not obstruction. The crime that Donald Trump committed was not violation of powers. The crime that Donald Trump committed was winning an election because he had no right He had no right to do so. He was an outsider. He wasn't a Washington elitist. He wasn't chosen by them. He wasn't one of them. He was this this blowhard businessman reality TV star who was attacking everything that they worked so hard to produce in their lives. And in doing and in winning, in coming forward and keeping Hillary Clinton from becoming president, Donald Trump committed a serious violation of the democratic code of ethics and conduct and this this sub series of laws that they've created in their own mind which is we control washington we control the world and nobody but us gets to choose who is in power that's that's what donald trump's guilty of they don't think he's innocent they're not they're not saying oh donald trump's innocent until proven guilty in their minds he's already guilty he's already guilty of beating them at their own game. And that's what they hate about. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045 is our own number. All right, now, speaking of beating somebody at a game, we've created a game here just moments ago uh, based on what we have to work with. We have the other Josh. We have a pair of tickets to see Chris Stapleton. We have a general knowledge of popular music. 
And uh, we have, you know, the other Josh's lips. So we put that all together. And based on what that was really disgusting sounding, by the way. And based on uh, the whole whistleblower uh, you know, controversy, we thought we would have Josh, our resident whistleblower, because he likes to whistle, whistle a happy tune. And if you can identify that tune, you will get a point. Whoever gets the most points at the end of the game will win a pair of tickets for two to see Chris Stapleton this Thursday at Vice Star Veterans Memorial Arena. Now, I guess we call this like whistleblower name that tune. Sounds great. Does that sound good to you? All right. Get some water. I'm gonna, I need some water myself. Get some water and get ready to blow. We need two contestants, 855-765-1045. Whistleblower, name that tune for Chris Stapleton tickets. is coming up next on News 104.5 WOKV. You heard Mark's take. Now it's your turn. Tell Mark what you think by using the open mic and the News 104.5 WOKV app. This is the Mark K Show. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. It's Monday, blah, bliggity, blah. It's also a rainy Monday, too, but we do need the rain. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I was sick and tired of throwing water on my lawn because I know it's just money going into uh, JEA's pocket. Um, I mean, I guess it's good that they do they do need to build, like, that $60 bazillion uh, headquarters. But whatever, it doesn't matter. 855-765-1045. We've got something to brighten your dreary, dark Monday, and it's called the Whistleblower Name That Tune, which is very exciting. Bravo. We have uh, our resident whistleblower, the other Josh. Hello. Oh, you're supposed to blow the whistle. There you go. And we have a list of tunes that we've come up with, songs that we think are probably pretty popular and that you should know. That is, of course, if you heard them on the radio. If you heard them whistled, that's a totally different story. But we're going to see if we can get uh, a winner. What do we have to give away today, Josh? We have one pair of Chris Stapleton tickets for this Thursday at the Star Veterans Memorial Arena. That is correct. And for those of you in Placa, one pair is two tickets. <laughs> 855-765-1045. Uh, Donna is from Fernandina Beach. Donna, good morning. How are you? Thanks for calling the Mark K Show. Good. Thank you, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. Oh. Big fan, avid listener. Oh, wow, look at that. We should just give you the tickets. Uh, but we're not going to. You're going to have well, to compete. Yeah, I know. And she's like, okay. <laughs> Done. Uh, we've got, we got like six minutes to kill, so we're going to get Rebecca on the line. We're going to let you guys play this game. Hi, Rebecca from Orange Park. What's going on? Good morning. Good morning. All right, Rebecca, Donna, Donna, Rebecca, uh, say hello to each other, and then what we'll do is we'll uh, give you each a song. You can identify it. If you identify it correctly, you'll get a point, okay? Okay. Hi, right. Rebecca. Hi. Oh, look at that. You guys, who said that, that women never went on this show? A woman's uh, guaranteed to win this contest because that's all we have. Uh, all right, Donna, we're going to start with you, okay? Listen carefully. The other Josh is going to whistle a tune, and you just have to correctly identify it, okay? Okay. All right, Josh, are you ready? Yes. Here we go. I'll tell you, that was pretty good. That was pretty darn good. That was pretty darn good. Donna, do you know what that is? I don't have a clue. You don't have a clue? How about you, Rebecca? Can you identify that tune? Not a clue. Not a clue. All right. So far, this is going great. Fantastic. Uh, the other, <laughs> Pardon me. The other Josh, what is that song? That is by Michael Jackson, a title named Billy Jean. Yeah, Billie Jean. Says that I am the one. Yeah, that's okay. That was uh, the first one. First time we've ever done it, so it's a little tricky. tickets have not been won. <laughs> Rebecca, are you ready for your first tune? I'm ready. All right, listen carefully. The other Josh, here we go. Take it away. Uh, let's hear what we got. Uh, 
pretty good. That's pretty okay. Dogs are howling all over the the listening area right now. Rebecca, what do you think that song is? Any idea? No clue. Oh, no clue. Oh, that was a really good one too. Donna. I. Uh, <laughs> no, not a, not a, not even a guess. No, not even a guess. All right, Josh, what was that one? That was Cindy Lauper. Girls just want to have fun. Or Cindy Lauper. Want to have fun. <laughs> yeah, hold over there. I thought I'm going to be honest with you. I thought I mean I knew what the song was, but I also thought you did a really good job with that. All right, uh, here we yeah. go. Still zero zero. Still anyone's game. Donna, back to you. Listen carefully. Uh, here's the next tune. Tell us what it is. Listen carefully. <clears throat> All right. <clears throat> All right, what do you think, Donna? Uh, uh, the Maxwell House coffee <laughs> logo. I don't She must be driving by. And, <laughs> what, what do you think, Rebecca? Do you know what that one is, Rebecca? We'll give you a point if you do. I have no clue. No clue. The other Josh, please let us in on it. What was it? These wheels keep on turning. Yeah, it was a sweet home Alabama. Sweet home Alabama. Oh, man, I thought for sure that was a gimme, especially in Jacksonville. That's all right. No, that's all right. Listen, we still have we can we still have time to salvage this game. Uh, the other Josh, you have another song there? Oh yeah, one sure. All right, let's see. What are we up to? Uh, which one do you want? Are we up to number? We're on number four. Oh, let's go to number four. All right. So this is back to you. Uh, this is back to you, Rebecca. Listen carefully okay. and tell us what this song is. <laughs> That's a good one, too. That was really well done. That was really well done. Any guesses, Rebecca? Do you think you know it? You are my sunshine. I have no idea. Oh, you are my sunshine. That's a good guess. That's a good guess. <laughs> That's not it. Uh, Donna, any clue? Uh, the Beverly Hillbillies thing. <laughs> <laughs> what was it, the other Josh? That was I Want It That Way. By the Backstreet Boy, yeah. Of all time. All right, we got those. We got time. I think, I think if you wet your lips, it might help. Yeah, you, gotta, you know what you got to do? You got to lick those lips, Josh. Oh, that's disgusting. All right, last one. Here we go. Uh, Donna, this is yours. Whoever gets this one right, we'll give you both a chance to guess it gets those tickets. Here we go, the other Josh. Okay. Oh, you got a little fancy at the end there. Donna, what do you think? Tennessee whiskey. Uh, that's close. Uh, that's not it. What do you think, Rebecca? Take me out to the ball game. <laughs> what was it actually, Josh? That was Friends in Low Pass. We have to get going. Uh, well, you know, this, you know what this means? It means we'll just have two pairs of Chris Stapleton tickets to give away tomorrow. So that's, uh, <laughs> that's good. Hey, uh, put that one in the trash heap, would you? Stay tuned, everybody. we got traffic, weather, news, Rush Limbaugh coming up next. More of the Mark Hayes Show tomorrow and more chances for you to win Mark Hayes cash tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Right here on News 104.5 WOKV.